welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bourbon and Boca podcast. I am Travis McQueen. And I am Kimberly Garner. And, well, welcome to the train wreck. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Awesome time. Or not, but. Or or not, yeah. It'll be fine. It's going to be fine. Everybody's going to love this podcast. It's It's good. So, welcome to Bourbon and Boca. This is a podcast for, man, just really kind of everybody, but. I feel like this is going to be the, the photographer's haven. What, what, what do you think, Kim? Yes. Beginners, people who run a business, hobbyists. I'm kind of like all over the place in a mess about everything. So I'll just complain about things. Yeah. And hopefully I'll, I'll not get in trouble for it. Yeah. I mean, we'll probably talk about clients, right? Yeah. I'll all, all that good stuff. Because, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, no, I'll just talk about things I probably shouldn't. <laughs> as long as I leave names out, I feel like it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll just yeah. make up names. We'll just Ooh, make up names. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. We I'll can have that. alias fine. names for, for people. Yeah. Yep. They'll never know, right? No. <laughs> this isn't even my real name. No, it is. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, with the podcast, you know, me and Kim both feel like most photography podcasts out there are super techie or they're super business minded. And th- that's a all boring, great. Maybe. Yeah. Definitely dry. Um, but our goal is to give you guys information into the everyday lives of creators, into everyday lives of entrepreneurs, um, just kind of the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. Like if a bunch of photographers went out drinking and then ate cheese and like those those boards they put stuff on, you know, like charcuterie. (laughs) I think charcuterie. It's, no, I, I'm pretty sure you it's know, the it's, wood board. It's charcuterie. No, now you're just trying to be fancy. <laughs> no, it's not charcuterie. That's I'll look the, it up later. It's fine. You're from the north, but you just said the most southern thing in the world. Them charcuterie boards with the cheeses I gotta on fake it. it to fit in. <laughs> I don't sound that northern. It'd be fine. But anyway, if you went out drinking with a bunch of other photographers and you start talking about things, that's yeah. what this is. Yeah, th- this is the, the the Photography Social Club podcast. Yes, like out go. to lunch, talking, Yeah, whatever comes to so, mind. <laughs> so with all that being said, you know, our goal is obviously to give you guys awesome information, you know, casually, just, just good stuff. Uh, but why not start with a little more of our background? So Kim, tell me more about who you are and kind of what you shoot. Oh, well, I shoot Canon. Ooh, I know. Okay. No. Ooh. Travis shoots Sony and he's real judgy about it. Um, he I'm is, not judgy worry. about it. I yeah. just, it's just, there's just a little bit. It's like nobody wants to wake up and no. have their life like hard, right? Nobody wants a hard oh, it's life. Fucking, yeah. It's, so, oh so I feel like when people wake up with Canon cameras, it's like life They're is kind of hard. You know, it's, it's a hard knocks yeah. life for us kind of thing. <gasps> Where mm. Sony's kind of like the, you know, the greener hills, you know, but hashtag Sony support. What's it called? <laughs> hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag yeah, yeah, please sponsor. I'm not good at that. <laughs> well, anyway, so I shoot Canon currently, but I started with photography in high school, shooting film because I'm old. We had dark rooms, that was fun, and. I kept that camera for a minute, but then I found out you could sell things and get money back. (laughs) So I did. (laughs) So I didn't have anything for a while. Uh, But then I got married and got pregnant. And so when I had my son, I wanted a decent camera again. Mm -hmm. And so I asked a girlfriend who kind of dabbled in photography what a good camera was. And I actually got a Nikon 
I don't even, I couldn't even, I don't know if it was full frame or like crop sensor. I genuinely have no idea. And then I just had the kit lens on it until I had another girlfriend say, get a 50 because. The 50. Yeah. And so I did. And then, but it was like years. I, I, I shot an auto with the pop-up flash and my kit lens for a long time, which I did okay because I did no lighting and things. So mm-hmm. it was fine. It's fine. That's going to be the theme. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, and then years and years later, um, I had a different girlfriend. I have lots of girlfriends. Well, not, you know, like, girlfriends. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Um, <laughs> Nothing wrong if you did. No, no. And she was doing it. And I was like, man, her photography is really good. That looks like something fun to do. And so I bought a Canon because she shot Canon. And I thought, well, it'd be easier for her to help me. Mm-hmm. And I got a 50. And then I started doing it just like as a hobby. I would shoot um families and kids and whatever for free just for the experience along with my own kids and then I did that for I don't know a year or so and then we moved to the Nashville Clarksville Tennessee area yeah and then I started doing it again for free just to get the experience and then I kind of worked my way up so I've been doing it here for about four and a half ish years um I do have, I started on the Facebook page and then that kind of grew. I think very organically. I've never been viral. I want, like, I want to go viral, but. Do you want those problems? I have no problem. No, well, I don't know. I think I do. No, I, think, I, I think it's a blessing and a curse. Yeah, we can do a whole other episode on that. Yeah. I think I, we actually got one on going You have to viral. make sure I don't go off the rails on that because I'll go off on tangents. You're going to have to keep me. Oh, we're, we're, we're going for the full train yeah. wreck. We're going for it. <gasps> okay. Well, where was I? I don't even, oh, and so I started a business, and it's been really great. I think uh, locally, I've not made a name for myself, but I've made enough connections that people, other photographers know who I am, so, mm-hmm. you know, we refer to each other. It's a good community. I don't think it was always that, which is a whole nother episode. Oh, yeah. But I think it's pretty good now. It really is like us going out for margaritas and tacos and talking and there'll be like 20 of us so it is a good community so and it literally called midnight margaritas yeah there's a whole yeah there's a group (laughs) called midnight margaritas nice complain about things there too that's a train wreck too but a good one (laughs) i love a good train wreck that's well welcome to the podcast everybody (laughs) what about you travis all right so start doing um so photography um i will say that i've always been interested in it at a very young age my parents have one of the plastic brick like polaroids that you you click the button and like the whole top riz up and it had like a like a flash on there vintage yeah yeah super super ancient piece of crap you know (laughs) looking back at it now um and i remember being obsessed with it like i thought it was so cool that you could take a picture of somebody just doing something medial like eating mac and cheese and you'd have it forever um so i loved photography from that time Mm -hmm. um then as time went on um People, you know, knew that I loved cameras, so they got me to the disposable cameras. Yes, which was is awesome. You yeah, know, well, there's nothing so, better than taking yeah. those. Like, yeah, they were super cheap Walgreens, too. It was like, it was like a couple it. bucks, and yep. you had like I think like ten or twelve images, maybe even more. I don't know. Yeah, but um, my parents were either a too poor mm. or b just didn't care, and mm-hmm. we never got any of that stuff developed. <gasps> so stop it. Nope, nope. My love. You don't know where the, they went. No, my mom would just throw them away. <gasps> Yeah, oh straight up. Oh, my goodness. Um, so disposable cameras, really, it was like, oh, well, this is cool, but I've never, never seen. never got that satisfaction yeah, of paying, like, what I had, yeah. Extra for the hour instead yeah. of waiting two days or whatever. Yeah, it was terrible. I have a funny story about 
those I got a funny story about that. <laughs> it's a different episode, but it's a funny story. <laughs> All right. So um so my photography kind of luster lost its lost mm. its shine. Um and then fast forward like probably well over ten years, um, I got married to an amazing woman mm-hmm. who is a blogger slash influencer. Um, yeah, superstar. So she um so she came to me when we lived out in Kansas and was like, Hey, you know, um, you know, this whole blog thing is kind of taken off. I got a couple brands wanting some content. Um, and I really, they, like the iPhone at the time was like, we, we need a camera. Um, and I was like, Oh, well don't photographers like do this stuff. And she was like, yeah, the photographer I've been talking to though is going to be a thousand dollars. And it was going to be like every week she needed somebody New to take content. her photos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's $4,000 a month. We are not balling like that. <laughs> so this is a definitely a hard pass. Um, so I remember saying, why don't we just take that initial money and I will just buy a camera. Investment. So yeah, just invest it into the business and then I'll do it. And of mm-hmm. course it was, you know, shooting on auto. Yeah. Um, it was an old school Canon. So I wasn't always Sony, unfortunately. <sighs> um, but from then on, you know, I just kind of took what from the photos from her for the blogging, for the, for the brand content. Um, but it really wasn't until I started creating for my own self. And I was like, man, like this is actually really nice. Like this is what got me back into it. Mm -hmm. Um, going out there doing like landscape photos, um, doing more travel type stuff for like travel companies and brands and things like that. That's what really kind of spoke to me. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like my photography has, shifted itself not so much for the photo but for the story and that's kind of where yeah you're good with that i I post a picture and i'm like here's your kid they're cute (laughs) heart emoji eye thing (laughs) because i got nothing i mean that's fine but i mean that that's a story too though what you're delivering them is that moment that story that you know they all probably hated each other screaming (laughs) fighting you know up to the point like 30 minutes before the car ride they're probably still getting mad the kids taking yeah 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 you better smile jimmy or Teresa. yeah Yeah, bribes being made then it's like when you take that photo all the family looks happy and it's like that was a train wreck beforehand but it's a a trick (laughs) yeah so that's kind of what got me you know that's i guess my photography career up to this point and and now it's just kind of branched out to, again, more travel stuff, more intense storytelling and trickling in some more like documentary filmmaking type stuff. Yeah. But so with that, like what, since I kind of already talked about, I guess what I shoot. I know like, yours was much more interesting. And I, I don't think so. No? But, but okay. tell me, like, let us know, like, what do you shoot more of, though? Because I, I know you're more of like a lifestyle kind of photographer, mm-hmm. but what well, all do you shoot? Most of the lifestyle stuff is because I am a poor businesswoman <laughs> and can't really afford a studio. <laughs> so some of it's that. I just had to adapt. Um, I, I, I love the kids the most. I genuinely like chasing your, like, grubby toddler around who's, you know, picking his nose and doing whatever, but catching him in a good spot. And making it look like you said, like it's a trick. But um, I do families, kids mostly, cake smashes, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so very different from your side of things. Yeah, but even with your stuff, I always feel like that with any kind of like lifestyle mm-hmm. shoot or like family shoots, you you have like two kind of paths 
within that. Mm -hmm. You either have like the old school, like super posed Olin Mills, like Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And then you kind of have the more like natural, like studio, but like more like a living room kind of setup. So like what, which one are, which one do you feel like you're most of? I genuinely have no idea. Like, I don't even know. (laughs) Sounds terrible. I don't even really know what my style would be described as, you know, people always talk about their editing and yeah. I'm dark and moody or light and airy. Light and airy. I really don't know what I am. I think I'm more true to color. And honestly, the only thing I care about is people's skin. Like, I don't want you to look orange. I want you to look green or whatever other weird, you know, Instagram filter tones are popular at the time. I'm just more like a clean edit. Yeah. Um, I have another funny story about that. Gosh, I'm so random. It's good. Like, oh, I kind of just wing it. <laughs> honestly, even during sessions, because there's some people where you can sort of like pose them, but it is lifestyle. And be like, cuddle your baby and think about wonderful, you know, things. But some people just can't do that. Like, you have to pose them. Now, you can still make it look lifestyle, but I still have to, like... Give some sort of direction. Yeah, they need direction. I feel like you always have to give direction, no matter what, anyway. Yeah, they just... And I I just keep snapping. Like, they're going to laugh. Somebody's going to break. It'll be... You know, there's something. And that's how I usually catch the lifestyle-looking stuff. Sometimes I did actually kind of pose them. And they did look and smile mm-hmm. and do the typical cheese thing. But I just keep snapping for the moments in between because that's usually when I catch something. Because you can't think, fake that. I always think that's like the most important thing. And kind of like you said that you, is you, you snapped at the moments in between. Because I feel like most people, especially when they get into photography, yeah. they, they look at Pinterest. They go through all these things. And they're like, how do they get yes. these photos? How do they get them to do and this? And clients will bring you those photos. Yeah. That's my favorite when I get spammed with all their Pinterest inspiration. I'm like, I can't do that. The, the and then the you better boards. show up looking that way. That's my yeah. thing. Like if you're going to send me this Pinterest picture of this girl in this ball gown on a mountain, first we're going to have to find a mountain. <laughs> you better look like that chick, like flowing hair and you yeah, know. but no, that never happened. That's a side note. But still. We're going to have to do a podcast on expectation versus reality. Yeah. That'll be a, mm, that'd be a long one. That'd be a long, but we will need bourbon one. for that one. <laughs> At least I will. <laughs> or the listeners will. Somebody's going to need some bourbon to get through it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so I just shoot like that. Okay. That's uh-huh. awesome. That's the only way I can explain it. No. Or that. not. Is that poorly explained? No, no. That, I, th- I think it's okay. fine. I think it's fine. It's good. This is a train wreck. I know. So it's it's good. fine. Um, so with that, mm-hmm. what would you say, like, you know, for a new kind of photographer coming into the photography game, like, what are some things that you think that they ought to know? What are some things they should look out for? What are some things that you wish you kind of knew within that? To me, and like I am on, this is not an exaggeration, that I am on every Facebook page you can possibly imagine for photographers, for professional photographers, hobbyists, people who don't know what they're doing with their lives, like everything. Um, and you always see people asking questions, <laughs> posting their pictures, looking for constructive criticism, but be gentle, you know. First of all, the gentle criticisms are great, but you really just need someone to be like, no, yeah, this sucks. Like yeah. you need to improve on 9 million. Like you have to be open to the criticism. Otherwise you're just not going to, you won't survive it. Yeah. Doing the business side of it is not for the faint of heart. Like you're going to deal with shenanigans and people all the time yeah. <laughs> with unreasonable expectations and whatever. So like you really have to get your ducks in a row, know what you're doing before you start charging. First yeah. of all, I think. No, a hundred percent. And I would say that even for me, like one of the first things that I, I wish I didn't, that I had knew before now, 
I wish I would have just took the time to kind of shoot and just yes. be free with that right. and not really look into anything else, not, not worry about charging people for anything. Just take the time to shoot to find what I love. Yes. Because I think there's this weird kind of thing that in, in the photography world when people first start is they think they got to be everything. They got to yes. be the studio photographer. Right. They got to be the outdoor photographer. They got to be a landscape product. Um, what Whatever other And they think they need to charge right right away. Oh, yeah, 100%. And I know there's lots of controversy about, like, charging too little and take, you know, like, you're screwing over the, the actual businesses yeah. and different things. And, like, we could get into that or on another at another time. But, I, honestly, it's like, don't take people's money unless you can guarantee yeah. that you can guarantee it. Yeah. And I didn't um, because I was too terrified <laughs> somebody would come and, like, sue me or something. So my paranoia probably saved me a lot of heartache that way and trouble. But yeah, like no shoot till you know you know what you're doing. Like yeah. I don't think I'm the greatest photographer. I probably will never be the greatest photographer. Yeah. Um, but I do know what I know. But I know what I don't know, and I'm yeah. always happy to like refer to somebody who knows what's going on. Yeah, or can give me the information and be open to information. Yeah, you can't be. I've always felt like. One of the hardest things too within within I guess this industry is that whole I know I know everything like yes. mentality. I think everybody the arrogance like, gets them. I can't. You could be the best photographer if you're arrogant. I think you suck. Yeah. I just don't want to hear you talk. I don't want to yeah. read your stuff. I don't want to watch your YouTube video. If I think you're kind of a douche canoe, I'm just not interested. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think there's always like this thing where it's like it's about it's about humility for one, but when what we do, it's not hard. As a photographer, like it, photography, the industry itself is literally probably one of the most easiest things you can do because yes. all you're doing is you're basically programming this this tool mm -hmm. to take a photo and it's like that photo's got a certain style, it's got a certain look to it, but you're programming something to snap that. Right. And that's it. And then you're going to edit yeah. it and then you're no, going that, to deliver it. I agree that the actual photography aspect of it, like once you learn how to shoot manual and get stuff in focus, like that isn't, it's not rocket science. Yeah. All the other stuff can be difficult. The dealing yeah. with clients, if you choose to do the business side of it. Oh, yeah. Um, dropping your $1,000. You know, like there's things that can come into it that it's an expensive thing to get into. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, I think you can shoot with a 50 and a crop sensor and get some amazing images. I don't think that's a whole other story. See, there's so many things. <laughs> go off on so many different. But, yeah, I think people just need to be open to information and criticism because in the beginning, like you don't know anything. So yeah. just be open and don't be offended when someone gives you that. <laughs> like, yeah. like I'll get people message me all the time or they'll post asking for advice and then you give it. And then they give you 9 million excuses as to why. Well, I yeah. did it this way because it's like, okay, but you yeah. asked and I'm telling you yeah. now. Well, I think, I think what I always kind of hate more than anything is when people ask criticism on their edits. Yeah. I think, I think that's that's terrible because at the end of the day, like as a photographer, I think it's no matter what you shoot, mm -hmm. the only way you're going to stand out is if you kind of have a look or a style mm -hmm. and then that's kind of what you're branded as. Now, yeah. you can change that style. Yeah. Like you're just never going to be the same uh, probably throughout your whole photography career, mm -hmm. but you will get known for like a look, right? And that's, that's the goal. But then you have these people, it's like, well, how's my editing? And then it's like you got 
Ricky, somebody over here saying, oh, it's too dark. Then you got right. Linda because saying it's, it's too bright. Spectrum of Yeah, and it's, it's subjective. Yeah. It's art. So, yeah. I mean, it's like when you're asking for criticism on your edits, I think that's a bad way to go because you need to figure out what you like. And if you like it, like you like it. Yeah. yeah. Good. Like it doesn't cool. matter what everybody else thinks. Yeah. Somebody will like it. And then somebody will purchase it's you. It's where because the art that comes look. into it. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. But see, I'm real picky. And the funny thing is I'm real picky about my own stuff, but like I accept it in others because it is art. Like I'll be yeah. like, well, I would never edit my image that way, but I appreciate it when other people do for some, you know, like yeah. I'm able to recognize the artistic form in other yeah. people. Yeah. I just have my own pet peeves for my own stuff. Like I, if I cut your foot off, I'm going to toss the image no matter how great, unless I can crop it. But I mean, yeah. like there's certain things like, but I see other people do it. Sometimes it gets on my nerves, I'm not <laughs> but sometimes I'm like, well, the rest of it makes up for it. It, it. it isn't the first thing that catches my attention. And I know that a normal person <laughs> totally doesn't notice that it's yeah. me being a nut. <laughs> yeah. And that's always the hardest thing too. I feel like with a lot of, with a lot of photographers, especially on our own work, we are very, hard on ourselves at least i oh, yeah. am yeah and maybe maybe i'm not hard enough if you guys look at my <laughs> stuff you're like this guy's terrible yeah um, don't go look at our stuff yeah Just, please yeah, don't because do we will lose all credit yeah um, well, do we i don't know i mean i mean to be honest there's not much to lose there's not <laughs> well they can easily because we'll, we'll, we'll have our stuff yeah yeah on instagram we'll totally post. and yeah. you can totally come for us too yeah like i'm fine with that i could yeah. use some constructive criticism yeah. and you don't have to be gentle I can, yeah i can take it that's so I another thing I think too that photographers need uh, especially starting out something I wish I kind of knew um, was how important it is to not only get that constructive criticism mm -hmm. but to get it from people that are actually yes. I don't want to say good but actually know Consistent the craft and they're yeah exactly at least yeah I think one of the biggest thing that kind of gets me is when people reach out for constructive criticism you got John Jim Dale right. and Eric like mm -hmm. saying random stuff outlandish and if you look at their work it's all over the place yeah. they're, they're they're they have no consistent portfolio but uh, they talk a good game and so people just listen yeah yeah, yeah. no oh, it's the same it's like when clients pick a photographer and then they're disappointed and it's like well did you look at all of their like did you scroll back a few months to make sure yeah. that what you were buying is what you're going to get yeah and so it's the same with picking like a mentor or the person you decide to ask questions to yeah. like not everybody is giving you good information yeah or or really knows what they're talking and like i don't know what i'm talking about all the time but i'm happy to point people in the direction of somebody i trust that does you yeah. know like i'm not going to answer so many questions i'll give them your information hey look and then they can come bother you <laughs> I, I will I will answer questions, but I am by no means one of those topics to be like a mentor because I don't know everything. Right. And that's always something, too, that, that I've always found. I think the best photographers that I've known have been photographers that have always come from a very humble part yes. and humble beginnings and just said, hey, look, I don't know everything, but let's talk about what I do know and right. see how that can help you if it can. If it can't, let me forward you on to this person who I think could further your career or could further your, your art. And, and mostly I think like once you've learned the basics, like learn your exposure triangle. Yeah. And then after that, it is kind of just art. And then it's like, if you decide to go and do business stuff, find somebody who's rocking the business stuff. Yeah. I'm not like, I, I'm fully aware <laughs> that like I get yelled at all the time by certain local photographers that I know very well who do very well. Um, and like, I would never be one to give business advice other than the basics. I can tell you where you need to get like your licenses and like how big of a pain in the butt taxes are, things like that. But half the time I'm Googling to figure out where I'm paying my taxes and like 
what date they're due. Like I'm really uh, like, I've got my insurance. I've got my bank accounts. <laughs> like I do the bare minimum and I probably don't profit as, <laughs> as much <laughs> as I could. But if I wanted to bite the bullet and like get better at all that, I know who I could go to. Yeah. But I know for a fact, like I know them personally. I know like they are who they say they are. I know that it would be worth it to pay for a mentorship from somebody yeah. like that. So don't just go dishing out money to somebody who says they'll make, you know, teach you all the things to make all the monies because sometimes they're full of it. Yeah. I, I would say a lot of the times they are. Um, yeah. I, I think, yeah. <laughs> and like, a, you know, like literally, you know how much photography pops up on our like Facebook ads and different things. It's like constant. Somebody trying to sell you. Oh yeah. The next greatest photography course, right. creative live. Uh, you got Skillshare masterclass. There's um, a million of them. There's a million of them. You got the, like the local people who are the local experts who are very good at taking like one photo, you know, mm-hmm. one style. It all yeah. looks the same. Yep. Every single photo. Then it's like, okay, well, uh, about the rest of them, but okay, yeah, that one's good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or good at selling themselves, good at sounding. They, they talk the talk, but, yeah. you know, is there, you're really getting your bang for your buck? And yeah. Probably not. I think, too, another thing with people for photographers, whether you're just starting out intermediate or really just kind of well into your career, I think criticism is something you always have to have. No matter what, oh, you yeah, always yeah. need to be or need to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing that I've kind of had very good luck with was just taking a risk about asking people for help. So I think for the most part, most of the people I reached out to have been pretty receptive, Mm -hmm. but, um, one, there was Sony because Sony's amazing. They Uh have all these like really cool things, um, where they will have like classes, (laughs) you know, that people can take for free or they'll have like interviews with like their artisans. So they had one with Paul Giroux. So if he's listening to this, shout out to Paul Giroux. He's amazing. Um, but he was on there and he was talking about wedding photography and as Mm. me and you, we, we, we do wedding stuff and he was occasionally, occasionally. Um, (laughs) But he was talking about that and really just like all the information that he was giving us was just, I'm talking top notch. So nobody was asking about mentorship or anything like that. He was just dishing it out. He was just dishing it out and giving a great presentation. So I was like, hey, like, could I like, you know, privately message you um, and talk about some mentorships type stuff? Um, So literally the the lady who was moderating it uh, actually sent that to him which was super nice, cool for yeah. her. Uh, and he reached back out to me and was like, Hey man, like, you know, let's do it. What, you know, what do you got in mind? Yeah, that's um, amazing. You know, and he said, these are my rates, you know, yeah. for, for mentorship. Yeah. And I, I don't care what the price is. Like if I'm getting an actual Sony artisan to like detail, like critique my work and just kind of like lay out the roadmap for me like that, like I'm, you, yeah. it's worth it. It's, it's worth it's, it. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, but also just having that ability to have somebody who's at the top of their league. Like this dude um, worked for the Chicago Tribune. I think the wow, LA yeah. Times. I could be lying on that, Paul, if you listen to this. I'm sorry if I'm just making stuff <laughs> we, up at this point. We need a fact checker. <laughs> yeah, we really do. <laughs> when we make that big podcast bucks, we'll hire Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll hire somebody to be a, be a podcast <laughs> fact checker. Um, but his career was just absolutely amazing. And the photos that he's doing is absolutely amazing. So... I love that. And I mm-hmm. will say that within the Sony realm, um, I reached out to several other people after that for help, for advice, for critiques, and they've been super phenomenal. That's good. I thought um, you were going to go the other direction and be like, and nobody responded. I was no. Be like, oh, that's not a good story, Travis. No, no. That's only, only that's the amazing, Canon though. people. Only <gasps> Canon people don't Stop respond. <laughs> I haven't reached out to Canon. Hashtag 
What did no. you say before? Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag yeah, yeah, sponsored. Yeah. yeah. But I, what I will say is there is one Canon uh, uh, Explorer of Light, Damien Strohmeyer. Uh, okay. I had the pleasure of interviewing him early on this year when I was doing the Instagram Lives. Um, he's a Canon Explorer of Light. He's, I think, done most of the Super Bowls. Like, oh, wow, yeah. Like, crazy. He's gotten so many amazing shots in Sports Illustrated, ESPN, um, all kinds of re- really great shots. But he is a wealth of knowledge, and he's always been, like, super, like, hey, a great shot or whatever else. So, I mean, I would say that that is one, one person the, from the Canon side. Those are the best side. people because they're not insecure. They're not worried about – Yeah. Like, th- they're not worried about the competition or about right, how, you yeah. know, because they realize, you know, like e- even for new photographers, like I know a lot of people are very closed, like locations, closed yeah. minded on, on what they're doing with right. edits, closed, um, on where they're I'm at or whatever book. else. I tell yeah. everybody everything. And you know, that's how we all get better, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. We actually share information. Well, and people always talk about the, like the cheap photographers. Well, the only way to make that better is to help yeah, and as they get better, they will charge more, and then you won't have as many cheap photographers because all of us are on a more. I mean, oh, there's yeah. so many clients to go around. I mean, there it, it really is a silly thing to be. It, it's a silly thing to be. I watched too a, competitive about. I it. watched a a video this morning, and I, and I wish I could remember. Like, I wish I had one of those like eidetic <laughs> memories. Uh-huh. But yeah. I watched this video, and in the video, they had mentioned that I think in the U.S. alone, I think it's one hundred and sixty billion dollars a year gets spent on marketing and advertising. Wow. And it usually goes up around 4% every year. And it may be 106 million or 106 billion mm-hmm. um, or maybe 160 billion. It's over 100 billion, I know. <laughs> so a crazy amount of money. Like, think about that. So it's like, you know, as a photographer, there's, if you do product photography or anything in the marketing yeah. th- the world, like, that's there's a, money to be made. You know, a well over a hundred yeah. billion dollar year industry. Like there's there's plenty there's only of twenty four hours to go in a around. day, so you can't do all of it. Exactly. Yeah. Nor um, do I want to. <laughs> yeah. And then you got the the fa- the family photography aspect, yeah. like like we, like a lot of what you do, the 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 lifestyle shoots, like that's a whole other side. So I don't know how many thousands uh, it, get spent on that a yeah. day or, or or millions or billions a year, but I mean. There's a ton of work to go around. Definitely. But I've always felt to going into that mindset of, you know, oh man, these people are ruining the industry only charging yeah. $20 for yeah. 100 images. And it's like two things that are wrong. Yes, we need to educate them, Correct. let them know their worth. Yeah. But here's the thing. If you don't sit there and like help them out, if you don't show them, then what are they doing? They're charging $20, dollars $100 for a million images. Yeah, a million images, mm-hmm. and they may not be good, right? They, they right. may be crappy images, overexposed, underexposed, just poor out quality. Out of focus is Yeah, thing. out of focus. So then what do you think that does to the people around? They're probably saying, oh, hey, what's the point of paying a photographer when I'm getting these looking images when I can just use my iPhone? Yeah. Like yeah. my sister oh, with my yeah, iPhone does way that. better. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, yes, it, it's, it's a very hard thing. Like you have to be humble. You have to be willing to help other people mm-hmm. in the industry. That's okay. So I we, don't know. That, that sounded like a, a wolf howling. Yeah. So I don't know if anybody heard that or not, but somebody <laughs> howled in the, in the area that we're <gasps> no, in right now. dog barking. And it's just echoing throughout the whole building. That's hilarious. It's wolves. not your dog. Your dog doesn't bark at all. I met no. Travis's dog. That thing didn't, like he barked once and I thought he was going to explode. And I was worried he was okay. <laughs> he was just upset. <laughs> he, he wanted on the new couch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The anyway, disappointing see, side track train wreck. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I always think that with, with the photography industry as a whole, you know, getting out there, 
uh, asking for for criticism, mm-hmm. being open to criticism, um, kind of getting your head out of your out of your hiney. You know, hiney. you 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 aren't the the bee's knees, <laughs> and I. I hate that more than anything because, like, I, I'll tell you right now, like, I was that photographer whenever I first understood how to shoot in manual. Ooh, I yeah. was like, oh, oh I'm the greatest. Yeah. Like, I am so good. <laughs> like, I've taken photos and they Everybody were shared on this Instagram me. page. Yeah. They were shared on this Facebook page and this website. Man, I was so hot stuff. Yeah. And all then, the, or, or all the, um, the photographer magazines, like, on Facebook that, and then you're published. Oh, man. I, That's a whole nother. Okay, let's yeah, just, yeah, let's yeah, talk yeah, yeah. about this let's now. Let's take a note. Oh, you want to talk about it now? So here's okay. here's my thing. How many of them are actually like real magazines? Because uh, well, I've never not heard Vogue. of them. They're just you know somebody decides to start a magazine and they make contests out of it, and then it's just. A, I, I honestly think it. See, we're gonna people are gonna hate us for this, and like I've done it. I totally submit, and I even got one printed out because it is kind of fun to get yeah. it like in print, like in a book form like that. Um, and I got like a featured artist thing. So it was like two whole Ooh. pages. I know. But you can't let that go to your head so much. Like you have yeah. to be like, is it kind of fun? Yeah. Is it is it fun to see it in a book? Yeah. I, I like stuff in books. It's fun. But like just getting published by one of those things, I don't think it's not like. This is it. You can't really throw a rock without hitting one of those magazines. I mean, they're, or and I'm doing air quotes. You just can't see it. Um <laughs> I think they're fine. I think they're yeah. fun. I think it's a, but it's only other photographers looking at that. Clients don't care. Yeah. I mean, you can call, you can be like, oh, look, your pictures were published and you can, you know, get a bunch of likes. Yeah. But you, you put on your Instagram really, published photographer. Yeah. And, and that's fine. And I think like clients don't know the difference. And so they think, oh, that's cool. My photographer's published. Yeah. Which is fine. It's a whole scam we can all run. But um, I think other photographers know though, like it's not. Yeah. I mean, it's not for real, for real. I mean, yeah. it's lovely. Let's and like say, some of those pages have a huge following, but but it is just a bunch of photographers that nobody else cares. Yeah, that's always something too that I've I've kind of felt like a lot of a lot of photographers. Now I'm talking to myself here because when I started oh. out, <laughs> um, I was like, "Hey, I want to be known. I want to know more about photography than all these other yeah. photographers." So it's like the whole time that. I'm like marketing myself. To basically photographers. Yeah. Like I wasn't yes. marketing myself to clients. clients. I wasn't marketing myself People to anybody. People are going to pay you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. I wasn't marketing to them at all. I yeah. was marketing to other photographers. Yeah. And it, it, it was like this weird thing that looking at it now, it's like it doesn't make sense. But you know what's funny is when I didn't know, when I first met you uh, through Christine that one day. Yeah. You really genuinely had a reputation within Clarksville of being like legit. And like, I think your persona was bigger than you think it was. That's or, it was I, what, or, or it was what you were hoping for. Now, I don't know what it is anymore, and now you've I, moved. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is. I, I never knew what it, what it is back then. you do have that cool Travis McQueen. It sounds like a movie star name. Lightning or Steve? You know, Steve McQueen? Yeah. Lightning McQueen? Yeah. I, well, I know. Wasn't there a movie star? Yeah, Steve McQueen. Oh, my goodness. I said it like three times. Yeah, Steve I McQueen. know, but I was thinking about the little red car. Lightning McQueen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, nonetheless, you're, you have that good name. You, you, you did brand well. Like, it worked because we all thought you were the shiznit. And then you realize, now, wow, this now guy I met you in person and I was like, has nothing fine. figured out. <laughs> He's winging it like everybody else yeah. is, if like, not worse. Like, I don't know what my reputation is. I think it's that I'm chatty, which clearly I am. Yeah. And so people tell me things and like, I always, I always know stuff. See, I, I think that we're having this conversations kind of says a lot more too. It's just like kind of who you are and what you're known for than the community. And I think that's always huge because I think, 
most photographers, yeah. you're going to start out with your community. Absolutely. Like, don't screw your reputation in the yeah. beginning by being a dirtbag about anything. Because yeah. we, <laughs> you and I both know, <laughs> oh, yeah. especially in our community, there are the people that do not have a good reputation. Yeah. And we tend to get blocked by all of them because I like, I like a good Facebook fight once in a while. I, I don't do. like a good Facebook oh, fight. I, do, I, I just, I, I just enjoy, yes. um, I'm a bored housewife. People. If I can once in a while <laughs> get sassy with somebody in a Facebook thread somewhere, it's a good time. Going for it. You're going all I in. I do it. And then yeah. my husband comes home from work and I tell him about it and he doesn't care at all. So then I have to message another photographer with screenshots and be like, did you see this? <laughs> probably you. I've probably done it to you. You've you done it to me a couple of times. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it again. But I always think too, it's just kind of like who you are and kind of how you're known. Um, and just the community aspect of it, because photography is, it, it is an individual kind of thing. Yeah. But I really do think it is going to be more of a community or it should be more of a community thing because you got to think, like you said, nobody can do everything, right? Yeah. So at some point, either somebody's going to have to refer somebody out to Absolutely. somebody. Uh, if you just shoot a wedding, it's like, yep. I, you, if you can do it all by yourself, you are a mad person. You're awesome and, and you ought to be applauded. Like fun, yeah. Yeah. But I couldn't probably do one, no. especially a big one by myself. No, there's definitely things I, like I don't do posed newborn I don't have the, I mean, I've had a bunch of kids, but that doesn't count. They're like <laughs> my own. So if I break them, it is what it is. But like, I just don't do posed. I can do lifestyle. Yeah. I can do very like basic wrapping and then make it look so, not posed, but you know. Yeah. Uh, but I know plenty of people who do. And I will always refer out to them because they, uh, but, but I only refer to the ones that I trust. Yeah. I know have good customer service who can deliver on what they promise, whose portfolio, like I've seen their raws, you know, like I know, like yeah. I know their magic. Um, and there's some I won't refer to. Yeah. And am I the biggest dog in town? Like it really matters. No, but if I'm not referring you and it's because of a reputation, that means there's probably 10 other people who are also not yeah. referring you. So you just don't want to screw yourself within the community. Just yeah. Like if you have a location, I don't know, like a cave, Maybe people who are local know what I'm talking about and don't say it's private when I can use my super sleuth skills. I almost okay, Google that. super sleuth skills. Yes. Google, Google. Hello. And then find out <laughs> the cave is on the cover of the community that it's in like tourism page. Yeah. That's not a private cave. Like that town owns that cave. Probably the <laughs> state owns the cave. It's not a private cave. Yeah. Like now, if you found the cave and you like the cave and you want to use the cave and you don't want other people to use the cave, that's fine. Yeah. Say so. Say I work really hard to find my locations. I don't want to tell you. And I respect that. Yeah. Am I that way? No, I'll tell you, you know, anything. You can use my living room for all I care. Like I genuinely will tell you anything. But if you're going to be that person, that's fine. But be honest. Because when you lie and say it's a private cave, I'm going to find out about it and then I'm going to post it. Yeah. Because, like, that's not my good side. Because you're bored. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> and it annoys me. Like, it, it, don't be a liar. There's like a lot, you can be a lot of things. Like, I'm not perfect. Half of the people listening to this are going to be like, oh, her voice is annoying and we hate her, which is fine. <laughs> it's okay. I hate my voice too. I can't listen to this after this is done because. It won't be good for my, like, mental status. But anyway, <laughs> like, just don't, just be honest. Yeah. Like, just genuinely say, like, I, I don't want to tell you I worked really hard. It's in the state of Tennessee. Look for it yourself. Whatever. Yeah. You know, genuinely. But somebody does that, 
And then we all think you're a big fat liar and selfish. <laughs> yeah. Which had the person said, hey, I just didn't want to tell you. We would all have been like, well, that sucks. Okay. You yeah. know, and carried on with our lives. But instead it started a whole, you know, forest fire of gossip and yeah. chatter. So. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know where that was going. <laughs> you just really don't, wanted to oh, bring reputations. up that. Don't, yeah. don't get a bad reputation early on. With clients or with the community itself. Yeah. Because you screw over one client, they're going to tell everybody. Yeah. I think you, if you mess with a client, they're going to tell 10 people how terrible you were. If you give good service, they might tell one, which That's, is unfortunate. Yeah. But it is human bad, nature. Bad press spread. spread I think, faster. What was it? Bad, 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 bad PR, bad something spreads faster than good. Yeah. Like and said. they say there's no such thing as bad press, but there really is. No, there I mean, really within is. that kind of thing, there is. Yeah. And Unless one thing, too, that, you know, I think that early on that I wish I had knew was to just kind of put in the work. Yes. Um, and that that's a multifaceted thing that we'll probably talk about in another podcast. Yes, my, but don't don't ask questions that you can Google first. So there's well, that. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I think, you know, no photographer starting out will ever shoot a full page spread or no. two page spread in National no. Geographic. No. It's just not gonna happen. Mm-mm. Um reasonable expectations. Yeah. There, you know, people that do photography at year one is at a whole different level than the people at year like 20, 30, 40 or whatever on up. So it's like you can't expect um, that you are the bee's knees. Like you starting out is like the best thing. Like, yeah, you <laughs> probably got some good photos. The bee's knees. <laughs> bee's knees. <laughs> it's like, I don't know any other ones. I don't know either. Uh, they have cuss words if I do know them. Like, no. <laughs> Yeah, no, <laughs> I don't have any good ones. Go ahead, bees knees. <laughs> no, but it's just just kind of having that mentality that like yeah. you know you gotta stay at your level or not just stay. You shouldn't stay at your level. You should always aim higher, but at the same time, you gotta recognize where you're at right. and don't compare yourself to that next level and don't try to force that next right. level in yes. the way like because the next level it's not going to work. Yeah, it comes with experience. Yeah, yeah, and and, and there's people like especially the business side. I think because it's happened to me. I know plenty of people who are three years behind me as far as um, how long they've been doing it, but have like triple the amount of likes on their Facebook page. <clears throat> Joy, you know who you are. <laughs> um, but that's okay. Like I, I can't worry about it. I do still have the four and a half or whatever years of experience of dealing with people. I still have a lot of good things going for me. If I yeah. went strictly by the likes, I'd be depressed every day. Well, that's always the hardest thing too, is is thinking about where we're at in this day and age of, right of social media and as a photographer i mean it's you got to be there like at the end of the day like you do have to have it because things like instagram facebook yeah. it, it's it's basically a place for your online portfolio and i would love to do a whole podcast just about a portfolio because i think that's that'd be huge um but you got to have those sites but yes. the bad thing is there's a lot of people that really kind of get bad in that comparison game that really start really kind of feeling, Oh, I didn't get a thousand likes on this photo. Everything you did was technically correct. You have your, 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 you know, your best edit on Mm -hmm. there, but I only got like 20 likes or a hundred likes. And it's like, and it's the most random thing. Cause like I will post the most adorable picture of the most beautiful baby you've ever seen in your whole life. And they'll get like, you know, 15 likes. I will post a picture of the cake before a cake smash with just the props and get like 35. Yeah. There genuinely is no rhyme or reason to it. It, it. What was that couch photo that you took? You got like <gasps> over a hundred yes, something. That was stupid. <laughs> so I, I bought this couch, which looked like it 
like the 90s threw it up. I mean, like when I saw it, I was like, ooh, that's cheap. I could buy that for minis. And I thought, it's kind of ugly. And then I thought, it'll be fine. It'll work for what I need. And I'll just take a picture of it so people know what to wear so they don't clash with the couch, which didn't entirely work. People still clashed, but I, it was fine. That's our theme. It's fine. We need we need T-shirts that say bourbon and boca, and then on the back it just says it's fine. It's fine. With, like, <laughs> flames. Um. Anyway, <laughs> so I bought this couch. And I took pictures of my setup of Christmas minis. So it was the couch in front of this broken down house. And then I had my husband's old red truck. Mm -hmm. And then there was a red barn. So it was like three pictures of three different spots I'd be using. (laughs) Well, when I was done with the couch, my husband wanted it out of the garage because despite our large garage, like my crap takes up a significant amount. Like there's no car parked in our garage. It's (laughs) embarrassing. Um, So I go to sell this couch on the local Facebook page. And so I already have a picture of the couch. Because I used it for advertising my mini, so I just posted that picture. Why would I take another picture of the stupid couch, drag it out of the garage? You yeah. know I mean? So I post this picture, which it's a picture of a couch. There's nothing exceptional about it. There wasn't a sun flare. It was like a cloudy, cold day. when I, I mean, like, there was nothing exceptional about this picture. <laughs> the how, I mean, Nothing. There wasn't a rule of thirds in it. I mean, like, nothing. There was nothing. Yeah. And it got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of comments. Nobody wanted to buy the stupid couch, but they all wanted to comment <laughs> about how great the picture of the couch was. And then I, a lady bought it. I mean, it was a $40 couch. No, $50. $50. Um, but why Why does the couch? But you know what's stupid is I posted that exact picture with the other two pictures advertising my Christmas minis. Nothing. Nothing. Most of the people who booked them were previous clients. So <laughs> Where were all you when I was advertising Christmas minis? Yeah. They didn't care. It was just a stupid couch. Yeah. I, I want to print out like that picture of the couch though and give and it to the lady who bought. Yeah. Yeah. Just hang it up over your couch. No, over the couch. Like a picture <laughs> of the couch and hang it over the ladies who now has the couch. That'd be hilarious. It would be really, but I don't know that she'd think it was as funny as I did. But yeah, <laughs> that's the stuff is like, so as much as like I joke about, would it be fun to go viral and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But sometimes stupid things go viral. Yeah. And they're, or, or like, I don't even know if we can say the thing. I'm not going to say it because I don't want to get sued. But every year around Christmas time, there are <laughs> photographers doing sessions with a man who is not Santa. And he's a different, he's of a green color. I think you can just, you can say Grinch. I don't think I can, All right. Well, you said it, not me, Travis. But anyway. <laughs> so, so, so the, do, do the, the, the Grinch the Grinch, Grinch sessions, yeah. Sessions. That's oh, a hard thing to say. say it. Oh, well, it's going down. But anyway, every year they do it. Well, half the time the pictures that go viral from them are not even great quality. Yeah. <laughs> like they're, they're not even good pictures. It's just the whole idea of the Grinch in it. But, yeah. you know, that photographer probably ends up getting a whole poop ton of likes from it. And then, you know, you may go to their page and you think, oh, they've got 5,000 likes. Well, 4,000 or more were just randos who thought the Grinch thing, you know, scaring kids was funny. Yeah. Their photography is not that great, you know? So like, do you want to go viral? Yeah, that'd be awesome. But I, I think, I think people doing it too early on, it's not such a great thing because, and all those likes are not even local people who are going to book you and pay you. Yeah. So it looks good. Yeah. In theory, but really. I always think too, as huge as like knowing your market, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's like, is it better to be known in, in Sweden or is it better to be known in, in your local area? With people who are going to pay you money yeah, to actually use your services. I mean, like, it's all well and great if you got 10,000 likes, but if, you know, 9,000 of them are not in your local area, like, what's the big 
deal yeah. then it's kind of like so like I've grown organically and so all of my likes for the most part are people <laughs> there might be some from Wisconsin because you know relatives or friends I yeah. went to high school with whatever but you know I go back home and I may shoot those people like I went back home in October and did a couple senior sessions which was awesome um so all of my followers I think are mostly people who might book me or know somebody who booked me you know like yeah. so it, so I still do okay and stay booked up because I think even though I don't have as many likes, follows, whatever as other people, I have enough that it still keeps me busy and they're, they're real genuine likes. They're yeah. not, you know, fake. I know a lot of people that buy fake likes, fake followers, yeah, all that I'm stuff. I'm not balling like that. I don't have those yeah. fake like buying monies. I just don't, but yeah. That, so, I mean, it's weird because I, social media has made things so different. Like when I shot film back in high school, you know, the photographers we would know, like Annie Leibovitz or, you know, like it, it was all because they were famous because they had pictures in Time or on Vogue or, you know, like major publications. Yeah. Now it's such a weird thing that it's even considered, like who were the famous photographers in my town? Who was the best senior picture photographer in 1999 yeah. I don't know I have yeah. genuinely no idea but I'm sure they were great and I'm sure they still did you know made a good income but it was yeah. word of mouth or they maybe ran ads in the newspaper but it wasn't a popularity contest in the sense that everybody could see yeah you know th they just had to be good and consistent yeah and then you know so it's a weird thing now that you even have to worry about the like I hate the social media aspect of it yeah the popularity contest of it like, I just want to be a good photographer, goodish, <laughs> a goodish photographer and take care of my clients, produce good images, give them their memories. And that's it. Like, I'm not, yeah. I, I, I'm not looking to be famous as I sit here doing a podcast, but I'm, <laughs> I'm not looking to be famous. Yeah. I'm not looking to be rich from it. I, I am happy to make a decent income from it. Yeah. And, and do something I really enjoy. And that's, too, and I think that kind of plays into back in, into kind of like when you first start out, it's like, yeah. why are you doing it? It's like, yeah. if, if your intent um, in anything is to be rich and famous from it, that's a great goal. Like sure. that's a great thing to look at, but at the it's same time, like it's, it's gotta be more, there's gotta be something more there. There has to yeah, be, yeah, you yeah. won't, you won't last. Yeah. You just oh, won't. And I always think too, like you'll see people post and they'll be like, well, it was a free session or whatever. I am telling you my free sessions, my model calls, I put the exact amount of effort in it as I do the ones that are paying. Like if you're going to treat people differently based on how much they paid or didn't pay or what, like it's, it's not a good look. Like you need to put a hundred percent in all of the time. Well, here's my thing too. It's, it's okay. So you did a hundred percent for Danny and, and share. And yeah. it's like, but then whenever, you know, Tony and Tanya come and you're only going to give them like, like, you know, half the quality or, yeah, or half yeah. the editing. And I think that overall, it's like when you share those photos or they share those photos, that reflects more on you, Absolutely. not so much on their wallet, not so much on their yeah. pocketbook. So it's like, why would you make yourself look bad? Like, I think photographers, again, like, like you just said, every time you have to put in the work, you have to give everything 100%. Right. Because if you get to a point where you're, you're picking and choosing, and you it's going to fall apart. Yeah, you need to be consistent. And if you can't, don't do it. Yeah. And if you mess up, be willing to fix it. Now, do some clients come around and they're looking for free stuff or are messing with you? Or, I mean, like we all see those posts too, where yeah. it's like, so-and-so says they want a refund and we're all, and they've already downloaded the images. And initially when I sent them, they said they love them. And then now two weeks later, they're like, we want a refund. And you're like, what? No. Yeah. You know, I am fine with being like, no, that's 
stupid. I'm not giving you a refund. You downloaded the images. You said you loved them. Yeah. Too bad, so sad. Like, I'm, I'm, you know. And if you give me a bad review, I'm going to post a screenshot of you saying how much you loved them. Because <laughs> that's how I say that. But it's never happened. So I haven't had to actually yeah. <laughs> ever follow What's through on good? that. good? Which is, yeah, good. I have been blessed with amazing clients. Like, they really are genuinely the best. I don't have as many horror stories as some people. Like, I've just been really, I, I don't know why. I had somebody tell, this is one of my funny stories. I had t- talked to somebody who is starting an online boutique, and so I'm going to start doing pictures for her. Mm-hmm. And she said she looked at my portfolio and whatever, and then she asked if uh, I'd give her a call because, um, you know, it's just easier to talk to people than messages, whatever. Anyway, so she calls, and she said that my voice didn't match my portfolio. <laughs> I was like, What? <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, I don't know. I said, well, I don't even know what my style is. So I don't know what style I put off to what, know what. What is your voice though? Like what, what is about your she voice? She thought, she said, she said, we'll have her on sometime because she sounds like a hoot. But um, she said most photographers she's dealt with are kind of grumpy or arrogant. Yeah. Kind of moody, full of themselves. Very serious, you know, which it's not me. Like I'm. Yeah. Like, I take it seriously, but I'm not, you know, serious. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so she said she thought I'd be more moody or something. I don't think my stuff looks moody, does it? She said it looks so. a little bit moody. I have been having people tell this, so maybe my editing has changed a little bit. Maybe it's a little more, I don't know. But I thought that was so, I was like, that is the funniest thing. Because you'll hear, like, your your voice doesn't match your face, or your voice doesn't match, I've never had it. Your voice doesn't match your, yeah. your portfolio. <laughs> I was like, isn't that funny? That is funny. Yeah, I know. I thought that was hilarious. I wonder what people would think about my voice and then... No, you have a good voice. Your voice probably matches. I don't know. No? I don't know. I always liked that your YouTube videos, it was like, Travis McQueen. I'm like, he looks and sounds so legit. Those were... Those were terrible. I, just so everybody knows. Did you pull them all down or are they going to Google them now? Uh, the, Can they maybe, find them? Maybe they'll Google them, yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's on YouTube still. Um, so oh, that's I'm one in thing one too. of them too, which... Yeah. You caught me eating like a breakfast sandwich yeah i think it was like mcdonald's or i really something. appreciate you catching me off guard like that <laughs> it was a good look i always think though even in kind of going back into i guess my non-existent youtube career yeah <laughs> i had like five videos people yeah. it's not it's nothing to write home about but um you know one of the things too that kind of got me into that was just the idea of success you watch big yes. youtubers casey yep. Neinstadt. Um, Peter McKinnon, who's a you huge photographer. so well, and I don't have any names in my head to drop. I'm going to have to make a list for next time. You will. You Go will. Ahead. But uh, uh, Maddie Hapuya, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Kurt, Keep going. Travis. <laughs> C- 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 Cody Warner. Okay. You know, those guys are big YouTube personalities. So mm-hmm. it's like being able to watch them and it's like, oh, I want to do that. Yeah. And it's like, I tried it and it yeah. was like, there was, there was work. Like yeah, there was a it lot, looks like work. a lot of work that went into it. Um, and then it was just that comparison game, everything yeah. hits you. So it's like, it happens to everybody. See, I'm too lazy to do any of that. Honestly. Really? Yeah, no, I really am. Like I told somebody, if somebody else would just hire me to be the photographer, like I'll edit for them even if they want, but like, I just want to someone to give me like a W2. Yeah. Is that what it is? W4, W2. Basically, if you can just get taxes. like consistently paid. I want to be somebody's employee and get a paycheck. Yeah. I don't, love the owning my own business thing other than the benefits of like I can control everything but I'm sort of lazy like I don't want to <laughs> do all of it I don't want to file my own taxes yeah I don't want to keep track of everything on QuickBooks <gasps> hashtag not spot anyway that's like five dollars <laughs> a month it's fine but 
I'm like, I don't want to do any of that. And somebody's like, you lie. You really, I'm like, no, for real. Like if you would, and this person I know and love, and she does a lot of the most beautiful newborns. If she would just teach me how to shoot them and like she could edit all day, like you could pay me hourly and I'd be fine. Cause I genuinely love the interaction with people because I talk too much. We covered that. Well, see, I'm the same way. Like I hate all aspects of the business stuff. I I, I hate marketing myself. I, I hate trying to, you know, talk to people to kind of, you know, sell my, I hate selling no, myself. I yeah. I'll always want to be the person like to, the to never ask feeling. for money. I never want to yes. ask for money. I hate Ugh. that. I hate that morning. I hate invoicing people because I yeah. just want to do it for them and give them all their stuff. Yeah. But I know that that's not rational. Yeah. hundred <laughs> like, percent. Um, but I, you know, for me, I'm, I'm with you though. I would rather if, if I was hired on for some agency or for some yeah. company to yep. do X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. like I will do X, Y, and Z. Absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. I will take my paycheck and I will not complain as right. long as it's fair. Now, if it's yeah. like, I'm getting paid like yeah. <laughs> $2 an hour or like, you yeah. know, $50 on a shoot that they just got $10,000. I'm like, yes. oh man, we're, 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 we're changing the game here a little bit. Yeah. But you give me a fair amount. I'd be like, sold. Yeah. hundred percent. 100%. But, but I get why people, that's why I think too, that's another thing is like when you're really first starting out in photography, I think people go, oh, I just want to take pictures of my kids. And then you go, hmm, so-and-so is making some money at that. And I yeah. can control my schedule and I can do this on the weekends only or, you know, like whatever, which is why I got into it because of the flexibility of it. My yeah. husband leaves all the time, not leaves me, but like physically leaves <laughs> because he has to go to work. Um, and so I needed something that like, was something to do, but that I could control. And then it snowballed from there. Yeah. But initially, I mean, my intent was not like thinking I'd go into business. And be like the world's greatest photographer that ever walked the yeah. face of the planet. I don't know if the memo's out on that yet though. <laughs> Someday. <laughs> no, I have no, like I have no drive to, I, I, I genuinely just like having the experience. Yeah, I've met amazing people, had hilarious experiences doing different things, you know. So no, I really like just all of that. More so than the money. Money's just nice. I agree. Because, like, when I started doing it out initially for free, it was it was fine, and I needed that experience. And then it was like, I knew I was good enough that I, I knew that I was on par with some of the people who were charging, so it seemed, I don't know. And it is still time away from your family. You know, like, yeah. I either had to get a babysitter or if my husband was home, you know, you know, it's time away. And then I come home and put on headphones and ignore my family for hours to edit. Yeah. So it's like, you you do need to be fairly paid for your time. So that was why I started charging. But um, I can see why people do it as purely a hobby to not have all of that other stuff that I just wish we were, like, independently wealthy and I could just do it as a hobby. Yeah. Wouldn't that be, and it'd wouldn't be, be awesome if everybody was just yes. like... Didn't have to worry about cash. We'd just all do what we loved. Yeah, yeah. Be- that's what I need. I married. I didn't marry well for that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to have to get a divorce now. Oh, no. no, no. <laughs> well, you also put up with me, except you, apparently, for, <laughs> what is it, 58 minutes? 58 minutes <laughs> and 55 seconds. Um, but what I will say is, you know, this podcast, as you can tell, is just a conversation. Random it's random. Chaos. Chaos. Um, it's kind of planned. I will say it is kind of planned, but you know, yeah, we're going to have to have a topic. Otherwise we'll go too far. I think this was the topic though today. It was just just kind of get to know a little bit more, uh, but join us back here next week, wherever this podcast airs, we will be talking about more uh, about things that we wish we knew. So yeah, yeah. 
and, I, and I'll pull stuff up. Like I, I, I make notes like I'm on Facebook and Instagram and people complain about stuff and I'm like, oh, that's a good topic. So I write things down. So you may, if you're somebody complaining on Facebook photography pages, <laughs> you might hear your story. <laughs> I'll leave names out obviously, but if it's a good one, there we're we going to talk about it. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for joining us here on Bourbon and Boca. We will see yes. you guys again next week.